Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Can't Stop Talking podcast. I have an extremely special guest today. It is my client, Loretta. She has been my client on and off for two years, and she has one of, if not the most inspiring story to me ever. I told her story on my Instagram and you guys were absolutely freaking out. And I knew I had to have her on the podcast. So I'm so excited. If you're going to listen to one of my episodes, this is going to be the one this can get you motivated for 2023 and honestly, for the rest of your life. So you can come back to this video and watch it again and again. But this is Loretta. I'm so happy you're here. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. I feel yeah. very um special, very special. <laughs> yes, and I bet you guys can tell she has the best accent in the world. That's my favorite part about coaching and having Zoom <laughs> that you can meet clients across the world. It's our dream to one day meet. Yes, I would love to meet you, whether it's going to be in your neck of the woods or in mine. I think I think we should make it yours because you have better weather. <laughs> Yes, yes. Come to California. We would love you here. Yes. yes. But so tell us, how did we meet? Right? I think that's always the best question. Like, how did you find me and then end up becoming my client? Okay, so this one is um, a really lovely story with the element of the bit where it changed my life, I suppose, changed me who I am as a person because of what I was going through, my story. So I was probably the lowest I could have been. Um, my husband was out of work, um, no fault of his own. They all was. The industry that he was in at the time was before COVID. They was all out of work and it was like, oh, okay, this has happened before, um, maybe a couple of months. And then obviously that got longer and longer and six months turned into eight months. And then it just got worse and worse. And we have our own house. We pay a mortgage and it's not cheap, as most of us would know. Exactly. And, um, yeah. And he was then out of work. And let's just shorten the story. It ended, He ended up being out of work for two years. Wow. But during that two years was also COVID. So it was kind of like, he was would he have been out of work anyway because of covid and then oh my god it's like ifs what's buts i don't even know but um he ended up being out of work for all that time because we thought that's okay work will come work will come he's a contractor these things happen um but yeah it was the worst time of our life because obviously we had no income coming in and just to give you a little bit back of a little bit of background with me i was off work it was so typical with the timing the way that he was out of work and the way that I was deliberately out of work, I had just made the decision to give up my job um, mm. because I wasn't very well and I was having treatment. So I was having two years of treatment. Like the timing could not have been worse. I was really unwell and that was costing money because it was private. So it, it couldn't have been worse. Mm. So I, we was in a situation of not being able to pay our mortgage, we couldn't provide for the family. We have an eight-year-old son. He was obviously not eight at the time. I have to do the maths mm -hmm. on that one. Um, probably five at the time. And we've got two big dogs, two Labradors, and all of that costs money. And we had nothing, nothing coming in. Um, And we were basically losing our house. We sold everything in it 
every piece of furniture, every nice piece of clothing or shoes or bags or jewellery that we had, we sold just to be able to eat um, and to be able to make payments on our mortgage. Then it came to the, the stage where, well, that isn't going to be enough money to pay our outgoings, to pay our bills. So we started to get in debt, saving our house. Wow. Um, and we just kept on borrowing to pay to live, just to survive. But we would just do the bare minimum, like the mortgage. So whilst you're going through this, you're very much in fight or flight the whole time. And yeah. so, so much of me feels like, um, like it happened to someone else when I talk about it now. Wow. Um, I definitely couldn't have spoke about it when I was living in it. The only yeah. person I spoke about it with was you. So wow. when I was living in it, I said to myself, looking back, I didn't know this at the time, looking back, I was definitely depressed. Mm. Just 100%. Um, and that's not a word I talk about lightly at all. Um and I just thought something's got to give. Like there's nothing for me to lose right now than to start a business or start something. I have to do something because Dan was trying to get another job. It was in the middle of COVID and, oh, my goodness, it was just not happening for us. And we were just one payment away from losing this house. And wow. this was everything we ever wanted. Like, this was our dream house. This was what we wanted together. And we'd had it for two years, and then this happened. So we were just getting in the flow of having this house for two years and living this life we wanted and doing our house up and doing our garden up and then – it all came crashing down, which is why I'm very much, when I say to people, like, if you're comfortable with money and if you're comfortable, like, don't think it's always going to be there. Like, don't Oof. take it for granted. Oh, um, because that. although my mindset on that has changed quite a bit, but if you want to talk about money mindset. Yes, we um, will. But my, I do always say to people, like, don't take it for granted because we were comfortable, we were happy, we were fine. And I was figuring out what I wanted to do on a natural basis while while Dan was earning the money. And um, it all got taken away from us overnight. Literally the click of a finger. It wasn't a gradual thing. It was, right, you're at work. And then what? It's not easy when you are in an industry where you are trained in that specific thing to just go out and get another job. It's a whole change of career it doesn't work like that and you can't earn the money that that he was earning doing something else the very next day you just can't it's impossible you have to build yeah so I was just the lowest of the low and I was like okay something's got to give what shall I do and I came across manifestation I don't know how um I couldn't because I do struggle to take myself back there mentally there's just sections of that time period that I can visualize and yeah. I can see myself I remember being in the bedroom and I was on my phone and it was coming around to my birthday I'm sure it was like January time that mm -hmm. I contacted you I remember it being around my birthday yep um, and I contacted you when you had your old name yes manifesting, manifesting queen queen that's yes. it 
um, when you had your old name and I, I don't know how I come across you. I think I just started typing manifestation into Instagram and then you popped up and I looked at your website. I looked at, I think I stalked your page and was like, okay, I really like this woman. Oh. And then I remember saying to Dan, there's this woman I've, I've seen. She's <laughs> in America. I'd never had any contact with anyone in America before. And now I literally have best friends in the, in your country. Yes. It's crazy all because of the life, the path I chose to take. Um, so that's how I found you, purely because I felt like I needed some sort of universal pull. I needed yeah. the universe. I needed, I needed a break, but I knew that it wasn't going to happen to me magically. I needed to make it happen for myself and I needed oh. to feel better. Mm-hmm. So... That's when I contacted you and was like, oh, I've never done this before, but do you think you can help me? Because obviously in between all of that, I've missed off the bit where I set up my balloon business. Yeah. Um, I decided to do balloons and that's a whole other story. But the in relation to your question and keeping it in relation to your question, that's the story. And then me contacting you, I wanted, I wanted your help more for me which is why I missed off the business part because yes. I wanted it more for me than I did for my business and I do believe like the six months I did with you um throughout that first period and three months and then another yeah. three or whatever I whatever I did and I can't remember the exact numbers um I feel like it was a lot of inner work first yeah before we moved on to my business because I was never going to succeed if I carried on feeling the way that I was feeling. And we did deep work. Which is so crazy because people always think they just want the strategy. They want the strategy. They want the strategy. And you know, I love, we talk about strategy all day long, but the inner work, if you're going to do anything is absolutely 80% of building a business and 80% of the reason that you're going to succeed. It's so important and just switching your mindset. I could not agree more, but it's funny how I didn't know that mm-hmm. when I first met you, but I must have had some sort of intuition that that's what was needed because that's why I came to you. Because I, I didn't come to you for um, an explosion of my business. Yes. It's like I... It's like I knew, but I was very resistant to it to begin with. Mm. Um, but I very much, very much agree with you now that I don't believe that you can run a successful business without doing the inner work and working on your mindset because I just don't believe you can cope with the ups and downs of business if you're not strong in your mind thousand percent and it's so funny you guys because uh, me and Loretta will talk about the messages she used to send me before she signed up and I remember you were like you have your work cut out for you I am you would call yourself a negative Nancy and you were like I just can't fix my mindset like that's what you kept going back to and I was like I cannot wait to work with this woman like I need to work with you yeah I remember that because I've I honestly felt like um it might be a horrible way to explain myself really but um I felt like damaged goods complete damaged goods and I was like I don't know how she's going to help me but it's worth the go so I'm not a dip 
I'm not that person that dips their toes in the water. I'm that person that just jumps in. I don't do anything by halves. I don't do anything without a hundred percent, well, probably 150% effort. So when I met you, I knew it was going to be hard. I was resistant. I didn't believe in all of it to start with. But I wanted to, and I think that's the difference. I wanted to. I wanted to get better. And I, yeah, I just, I honestly believed that I was damaged goods and couldn't be helped. Wow. And so not only were you there with your mindset, but you also were $80,000 in debt. Yeah, from, so we wasn't in debt. We, the debt racked up trying to save our home Mm, exactly so yeah we got in debt trying to live wow and so one of our we I went on um to my story and asked my followers if they had any questions for you and one of the questions was and I thought this was such a good question basically how did you take the leap to invest in yourself when the money wasn't there when you had so much you could have lost basically Okay, so I found it really hard to invest the first time. Do you remember when we were going backwards and forwards with each other? And I was like, I really want to do it. I just don't think, I just can't afford it. I I couldn't, I couldn't afford it. Yep. That's the factor of the matter. The fact of the matter is I I could not afford your services. And, you know, people now are like, oh, um, sorry, I'm going to divert a little bit. No, keep going, yeah. People say, people say oh it's not about your prices I very much say to my girls all the time please charge your worth charge your worth it's not your prices it's it's them actually (laughs) I have versions of both ends of this spectrum because yeah most people are contacting you for a service they knowing they can't really afford it but what it is is you're too expensive for them right Mm. but for me you wasn't too expensive. I don't care what your prices were. <laughs> I actually couldn't afford to eat. Yes. So it was a genuine case of I can't afford it. But something inside of me made me go, but you're already at the bottom. Like your debt is already there. You can't get any worse however much it was again I don't even remember how much I spent with you Sam I just haven't got a clue yeah um I think I locked it in a box and forgot about it but do you know what it was yes I felt like damaged goods and yes I felt like I couldn't be fixed but I was able to separate that part of me and the part that needed and wanted to succeed and earn money. So I took the leap pretty easy because I was already in debt. So we could have chucked another 10 grand on top of that. What difference would it have made? The shit was still real. So I was like, I'm either going to get in more debt and make my life better or stay where we are and just keep getting in more debt and we're going to lose our house. So, I mean, let's just take the leap down this road because wow. if I carried on the road that I was on, I was going to get nowhere. We were going to just lose. Whereas if I took a different path that I'd never tried before and felt something was calling me towards you, which I've never felt before, 
it was so easy for me once I'd made the decision I knew that I'm a, a jumping all in type of girl so getting in more debt putting you on my credit card was the best debt I could have ever have got myself in I love that so much and uh you are the way that you speak just inspires me so much but what you just said was brilliant what I say um, on my Instagram stories and stuff is you're not going to get anywhere if you stay the same like you're doing the same thing over and over again nothing's going to change and that's one of the best parts about investing is that it gives you a different path Um, and the other thing I just wanted to say as a disclaimer I think a lot of people always ask me like how could you accept a client who was in so much debt and so I, what I tell everyone is how it went is I would never, you know me, I'm not a convincer in the DMs. I'm not someone, the way that the conversation went is Loretta really wanted to work with me. I told her that, um, it couldn't, she was like, what do you think I should do? And I was like, I will never tell you with having this much debt to work with me. I said, I know I'm good at my job. I know I want to work with you. I know I'm capable of, you know, helping your mindset and your business, but this decision has to come from you and it has to be a hell yes. Um, and I told her to just, I tell all my clients, go and meditate on this, make sure I'm the right coach for you. And it really came from you. And so I think anyone going through the situation, who's a coach on that side and someone wants to invest in you and they might have debt and they might tell you they can't afford you, let them make the decision because you never want to be in a situation where you convince someone they hop on to do coaching with you. And then they just are so upset that they, um, ended up doing. So I was so proud of you. And I actually couldn't believe that you took the leap. Like I was really detached from the outcome. I knew that I obviously wanted, um, that I knew I could help you. And I really, I remember telling my mom, I was living at home because it was COVID. And I told I my mom, that. my whole you family, told me this. yes, yeah. my, we are so close. You guys, me and Loretta, that my whole family, I just put you on my story. And my sister goes, that's the girl who has the balloon business. I remember her, but so, <laughs> So um, I told my mom, I was like, I really, really want to work with this woman and she, I know I can help her. Um, and then when you said yes, I was just like, I, I was just so excited to get to work. I love that. Yeah, 100%. I remember the messages clearly. And to be honest, I think the best thing that you did for me without even knowing was saying to me, this has to be your decision. If if I'd have felt forced to do it, mm -hmm. it would have pushed me away. So, because like, again, I'm that kind of character that if I feel uncomfortable, I remove myself. So the best thing that you ever did right from the start, even before you started helping me, was saying to me, this has to be your decision. I will never make that choice for you. Um, and that's when I was like, I already know what my decision is. I want to work with you. I just need to find a way. Um, and that's when obviously um, we decided to do a payment plan and I put it on my credit card I, I think we broke it in half yes yeah a thousand we just percent. broke it in half didn't we I mean it would have made no difference let's be honest <laughs> um but it felt a little less like I wasn't going to have money by the time I needed the next payment to come out the money was never going to be there that quick so I was already like it just it just made me feel more comfortable yeah um breaking it gave me some sort of I don't know. It's it's like again, it's a mindset thing. It made me go, oh, okay. If I do it in halves, it feels better. Yeah, <laughs> it makes no difference. But 
um yeah you didn't even know that you really by doing that it was the best thing that you could have done because it was my decision and mm. I wanted it and yeah I I can't we couldn't have kept going down the same path you've got to try something different if that way is not working try something else and investing in myself from that day which I'd never done before investing in myself with you that day has just had a knock-on effect and I have absolutely no problem investing in myself now absolutely none because I can see how important it is yeah you can I Sometimes I wonder how people even get through life in general, not even running a business, like just life in general without some sort of life coaching or just any kind of coaching. I just think it's magical, which hence is, hence the uh, extra career I've added on. I love that. And that's the best part about our relationship. And I always say like, I am a life coach at heart, but we don't just do business. And like, that's what I like to do with all my clients. We do life, like we're doing life together. So it's like, we're working on anything that's going on because like I always say, anything that's going on inside of you is a reflection of your business and it's going to come out in different ways. Um, so you're completely yeah. right. Yes. And then I, yeah. And some, we experienced yeah. that, didn't we? Yeah. When we first started with my mindset, oh my God, I probably, did I cry on nearly every call for the first like month? I love it. I, what I, I remember I, she would be like, well, it's not going to work for me. Yeah. I, oh yeah, absolutely. And, and to be, that must have been so frustrating for you because I've just spent this money that I don't have. I wanted it to work, but I was like, I'm just not sure this is this is going to work for me. But I kept at it. And yes. that that click happened. I, it did, I have to say, it did take me like a good three months before I felt a click, but I was very damaged, wasn't I? I had a lot of emotional issues surrounding money and what had happened to us in our house my family um my childhood everything you go deep and there's stuff Mm -hmm. you talk about that you didn't even realize could have been a trigger or a connection and doing all of that work with you at the beginning that was all based upon me and and doing the uncomfortable work no one wants to do it was doing the uncomfortable stuff that had the biggest impact on me. And it's so crazy because I love everything that you're saying. Um, The thought just literally left my head. Guys, I forgot to tell you, this is the only woman that I would do. I went out last night. It's a Sunday. I'm working on a Sunday, which I love actually because I'm with this human and I'm hungover. This means I'm obsessed with this human. But you (laughs) gave yourself, You, she is the ideal soulmate client. Like when I say she is a soulmate client, she does everything that I ask of her, even if she doesn't think it's going to work. So a lot of people ask me, they're like, okay, but what if I like, don't believe in manifestation? What if I don't believe in my affirmations? What if I don't believe it's going to work? Do the steps. You don't have to believe it's going to work actually, which is crazy that it would help to believe, but you just did everything I asked you to. And little by little, your all your walls were coming down yeah do you know what it was for me Mm -hmm. it was because yeah I didn't believe at first but the why I think it worked for me is because I wanted it to work yes yes also 
also it was because I do believe that we need to create healthy habits yes and create habits in general so the fact that I was constantly doing what you asked of me and also when you spend money yep why would you not do what they're telling you to do yeah why would you not do it like what a waste of money how pointless how ridiculous so of course I needed to put my all into it even if that meant I was uncomfortable I found it hard it was the hardest hardest time for me because I was crying all the time so I was battling my emotions whilst trying to build an empire yeah and trying to believe in myself when I didn't believe in myself I thought I was damaged then I'm like I want this to work but do I believe in it it feels a bit woo woo and then it does work because all of a sudden you start to feel happier and you start to go oh okay this works and it's magical and it's something I actually think you can't explain it's almost like superhuman and I think each person has to go through their own version of it or their own journey because we're all different and I felt so desperate for it that it had to work there wasn't a there wasn't an option it had to work whether that meant I booked in with you for a whole year that had to freaking work. Yes. And I, I remember what I was going to say. I love how you keep saying like, I came to you and I was damaged goods as a coach, as what I, my value as a coach is I see you. I saw you as whole when you came to me, like I saw you as a whole. And my job was for you to see yourself as whole and worthy. Cause you already I, were. Well, do you know how I see that? Yeah. I see I see it as I was broken and you helped put me back together. I love that. That's how I see it. That's how I see it because I didn't have anyone. But when I say that, I had my mom and I had Dan, but we was all living this nightmare together. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. we were just leaning on each other and supporting each other through it in a coping mechanism way. We wasn't living life and we wasn't seeing things clearly there was no clarity it was just a foggy let's just survive this moment whereas with you it was such an escape when I came on the calls because you could I feel like clear clear my head and make me think okay that's what I'll practice next that's what I'll do next and I took all of that into my real life of what I was living with and made it work I love that. And what's so special, you guys, is you the best part, we're going to get into all the things that happened, but really, I think the best part of coaching is becoming that happier person. And because of that, and because of feeling worthy, the things that we did that first time, so we'll get to where she is now, but when we started working together, um, you had a little note, a little sticky note of goals that we were doing. And so I have some of it here. We wanted to double your income. We wanted to double your followers. You had less than a thousand followers, um, a lot less. And you were making, 
I forget what you were making at that time, but we wanted to double it. You wanted to make your first reel. You wanted to show up on stories, get over fear of being seen, change your mindset. You wanted to go live. Oh, you wanted to quit your job. You were doing a temporary, like, um, part-time job. job. Well, yeah, I was working at my son's school. Yeah. And it was never, it was never, it wasn't a career. Yes. And every single thing you guys that we wrote down, she smashed every single goal, doubled her followers, doubled her income, quit her job, like showed up on your stories. Like you smashed it. Yeah. Every single one, every single one. I, and I will always keep this yellow sticky note. I couldn't, I couldn't believe you kept it. Yeah. It's the best thing ever. (laughs) I I always keep that. In fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it back up where it belongs up up on my vision board. I love it. And so she is a new freaking human from the day that we met. And so, and one of my favorite things is, well, so yeah, so she smashed all those goals. But when we met, um, you kind of told me the story how you haven't been having the best Christmases. Well, that's because um we had had wonderful Christmases and then when Dan was out of work I think it was two Christmases that we um well we struggled with because how do you afford Christmas when you can't afford your life you can't afford to eat like we went without food like my dogs went without food um well they didn't that what we had to do was heart like share it between the two dogs it was horrific um I even considered at one point is it unfair to keep the dogs like should yeah. we have to give them up like but there are extended children aren't they they're sonny's yes. friend like, what, that, that's just not something that was a, an option luckily a friend of ours bought some dog food for us for a few months um we we did experience kindness on a on another level with two of our friends um which is why it has really, really in, like lit this fire in my belly about yeah. kindness. And it's this whole situation that happened to me. I've always had a heart of gold and I've always been a kind person. I think it's always yes. been in me. I don't think you magically just decide to be a better person one day and whatever. I was always like this, but the fire in my belly for kindness, which is why I support that so much on my Instagram and it's why I am the way I am is because of the situation that I've been through. And they do say, don't they, the most like miserable situations and and the people that have got the biggest smiles on their faces can be the ones that have suffered the most. And that is definitely my life story. Wow. And it is why I have to show kindness to people all the time. And it's um it means literally everything to me to be like that. So yeah the um the kindness at that time was massive and then coming back to the Christmas question um we did have wonderful Christmases and my son would never know the two Christmases we had because luckily he was young enough to not notice yeah um and we got through them and actually I can't even take myself back to them them couple of Christmases it just meant that 
that I didn't buy presents for for my mum or Dan or I didn't buy for anybody and I don't really remember how we did it and I think because Sonny was young and toys and you can get away with a few I, I honestly it's a blur but we made them work but I can see where this is going. You're now going to say we're going to have an amazing Christmas this year. <laughs> and so we were just on a one-on-one call earlier this week. And um, I always say I only take soulmate clients. I only take, if you're my client, you're going to be my best friend. We started the call, um, not g- diving right into business, but she was actually showing me uh, pictures of her family and their holiday cards um, and I love your son. Obviously he's come on our calls before and I've chatted with him, but, and he's sent me like voice notes in Voxer. I just love it so much. Um, (laughs) But she shared with me that she was able to spend exactly what she wanted and even more without blinking an eye on your family's Christmas this year. And that alone, I think sums up our whole time together that you went from that um, time when you first started working with me to not having the Christmas that you could have, would have wanted to now having the Christmas that you want and more. Oh my God. It's, it's the nicest feeling because I think Christmas can be, I'm very, very cautious that Christmas is such a hard time for people mentally and financially. Yes. And, um, I, I, I actually Christmas is my favorite time of year but I actually get really emotional every Christmas I'm I'm just such a softy I just don't cope with it very well I cry every Christmas and I cry every new year I just get this like emotion come over me of like I I don't know it's probably quite depressing really but I always just think about people that don't have I know you know and but even when I was going through what I was going through, I was still so grateful. We still had the roof over yes. our head. The Christmas tree still went up and we still put stuff under the tree for Sonny that he would never, ever have noticed. But this year, I I done Christmas like back in October, November, and it's all done. And it, it feels really weird because I haven't even felt the pinch like I've worked so hard so hard to be able to one day afford whatever like buy everything on his list which you know part of me thinks "Uh oh that's a spoil um but I wanted so much to do that it was almost like one of my goals one of my dreams yes um to just not feel that feeling of Christmas other than I can't wait and I'm going to enjoy it and yeah I'm I'm ready ready for Christmas this year and it's not always about the gifts but my goodness does it feel good to work so hard that it can be about the gifts yes I love that though and it's okay to want what you want and have it all basically and being okay with that and you are such a giving person it's good thing to give to have um good people with money right people we want the people who are good to have the money in the world um and you're that person yeah. but even fast forwarding because you guys are probably like okay where is Loretta now um sh- you have completely so two years later um completely wiped out your debt um now yeah. not only and I don't know if we really explained to you guys she has 
a balloon business. And when we first started working together, it was strictly a balloon business. And now she's adding in um, many minds of her own and business coaching. She's so amazing at that. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so you have passive income coming on from, uh, we're making that a thing in 2023. Um, she has different forms of income um, and wiped out the debt. Oh, I forgot this part. You went from under a thousand followers to now she almost has 50,000 followers. Like you are literally a pioneer in the balloon business and one of the most sought after in the industry. Like it is crazy what two years in the heart, she works so damn hard, but where you are now is night and day. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> the two, it was two years. And what did I say to you the other day? It was two years and two months, wow. wasn't it? That I cleared the debt two years and two months and I cleared the debt on October 1st and um it's this is a really really weird one for me it's like a, quite a bit deep I don't know I, I don't know I've never experienced this before so I've never been in debt before so I've never known the feeling of clearing debt so when when we had this obviously once I started Dan Dan did eventually get back into work by the way let's share that piece of positivity I started my balloon business he got back in work and it was like oh oh my god okay so we need to juggle our new lives again now so we've just had two years off at home together what are we gonna do and I'm running this business he's back in work okay let's go so every month we were checking what money was coming in what we're earning Every month with me, I did, I did every single month, I needed to see visually what I was earning. And every month I checked, it was going up, not down. Yes. <laughs> it did go down. Then obviously there's something that I'm not doing quite right. But luckily I was always on the rise and I was like, this is great. So I have to say, I didn't take, apart from, there's not one holiday I had during that time. And I'm going to move on to a little bit about this, but there wasn't one break that I had because I felt like I couldn't I was a woman on a mission I had to be debt free like there was no there was no room from what we've been through I could not allow that to happen again we couldn't get in more debt it needed to go away it was weighing us down like I can't tell you the feeling that was on my shoulders that money of owing money felt so suffocating and and actually that word popped up so often in my family life and I used to say to my mum all the time I just feel suffocated yeah I feel suffocated in my life and it was all resolved or revolved sorry around being in debt and I just felt this tight chested (laughs) feeling all the time like I just need to get to the end goal and the end goal is paying that debt and because I had such a passion for paying it off and such a need and want I always do say that it was more of a want than a need because need is a that's a whole word I could talk about but want was so much more of why I succeeded because it had to happen so for me to just focus on that every single month I just focused, 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 focused. And then it happened. And two years and two months of not knowing anything 
any different. So every single bit of money I earned went straight on the day. It yep. didn't go on anything else. Like there was no, oh my God, I'm going to buy myself a new um, bag. I'm going to buy myself new shoes. What the hell? No, there was no buying of anything. I hadn't, I still to this day, which is really bad. I said to you the other day, haven't had my hair cut. Yes. Um, and we've replaced Sonny's bedroom. He's got a whole brand new bedroom and I can't tell oh. you how incredible it was he brand new bed brand new carpet we had all lights put in the ceiling oh my god it's the best bedroom you could have like gaming football everything Love it. and we splashed out for his birthday for his eighth birthday in March and I still managed to do that and clear the debt in October wow so we just but this is how I did it I earned my money by not having a single day off please let me come back at the end though don't let me forget this because it's important I also didn't buy myself anything there was nothing that was worth me buying that would make me feel like it was okay to do that before coming debt free so there was like, okay, once you're debt free, you can have them nice things. And also when you live without them for so long, you realize they are not necessary. Yes. Like that side table with a nice mirror and a beautiful picture in your home with some pampas grass is not necessary. You don't need to live with it, right? It's it. just stereotypical things that people have in their home. It's not it's not going to help me live better, is it? So I decided, right, I'm not going to replace any of the furniture in our home. We lived with literally just a sofa and a TV in the lounge. And we had a dining table that my brother actually gave to me because we'd sold everything. Everything was gone. Wow. So I literally dedicated two years and two months of my life, early mornings, late nights, Tears, stress, wanting to quit, crying, depression, stress, anxiety, happiness, extreme happiness with building the business, extreme lows with building the business. And I feel like I did this massive spin and all of a sudden I'm like succeeding. I'm doing these amazing things and I'm debt free in October. And I'm like, what just happened? And it for me, I still don't feel like it has sunk in. I feel like it has been a bit, it's like an anti-climax because I was waiting for this big, like, I don't know, like a big celebration to go yes. off or a big like, knock at the door with someone blowing some trumpets yeah. and a big scroll to say, well done, you did it. And obviously the world didn't know yeah so that's what I was doing and nothing happened I cleared that I remember paying the last four thousand pound off and I was like that's it I've done it and I went downstairs to Dan and I rang my mum and I said I've done it I've done it it's done like what now I and love that, that is when I sat there and said what now because my drive and my ambition was all revolved around when I first met you and the reason to save my family and to clear the debt wow and that's what that's what I did but a lot of people and I have had somebody say this to me that but isn't that unhealthy Mm. the way that I did it 
the way that I did it but isn't that unhealthy Mm. but my response was and is what would you prefer me to do yes would you prefer to not worked and every little bit of money now and again treated myself and took my family on a holiday and prolonged the debt I I don't agree with that method I feel like for me personally this is a personal method and this is not a method I recommend anybody do my personal method is don't stop because if I sat down and stopped I might have fallen off the wagon you it's did see that yeah and that's my personality right and people have come to me and said to me they think it's unhealthy that I didn't go out and socialize with people but let me tell you I didn't want to go out and socialize with anyone I didn't want to I didn't I didn't have time for that I didn't have time to worry about anything else in my life other than sorting out what my my that was literally my mission and no one was getting in my way of my mission Yes. So you can see it as unhealthy all you like. I see it as passion driven and success at the end of it. What would you prefer? Ask yourself that. I know what I prefer. Oh, I love that. And too, when you are doing something this like this and you're falling in love with your business, like I would not be here on a Sunday if I, you guys know I don't usually work on the weekends. I have been wanting to work because I'm so in love with my business. It makes me happier, which I never thought that could even be. But now I understand why people are workaholics. It makes you happier and it just makes you excited. But the other thing I wanted to say, which was really interesting that you gave a great perspective on is people don't enjoy the process, right? And they just wait till the end of goal. I can't wait till my debt is wiped out. Then I'll be happier. And the truth is, like you said, no one came in and said, oh my God, Loretta, here's the like a big check saying your debt is wiped out and we're so happy for you. And here's a party. Like people always like don't live in the moment and know that the process is actually the best part of getting to your goal. I heard on a podcast the other day, it's like, where are you guys going so fast? Like the only impending thing we have is death, which is obviously a little morbid, but it's true. It's like, be here now. (laughs) We had so much fun building your business. I will never forget those times. We're still having so much fun expanding it, but like, it is so true that whatever you're waiting for in the future, access the feelings now because it's never going to feel the way that you think it's going to feel. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Like you've just listened to me explain that story and you've listened to me talk about how some people may find that really unhealthy, but I've given you like a really condensed version of how I got there. We need to remember this was two years and two months in the making. During those two years and two months, I did fall in love. I was completely obsessed with my business and I, I fell in love with affirmations and the power of manifestation and I fell in love with the journey towards my goal because actually now I don't have that I've had to sit here and reflect and say what now what now what what's my drive now like I could stop I could quit if I want but obviously now it's like well no because I found a whole new passion yes of of why I'm doing it now and what I'm working towards now but the the journey of getting there everybody wants a quick fix yes so people just want Instagram followers because they want this social proof and they mm-hmm. want people to 
almost like an acceptance and you don't need that and because I went into this with such naivety that I think I grew my Instagram so quickly because I was so me and I was so not bothered about how many followers I had and I was just uploading content that I was obsessed with like I was like oh my god these are the best balloons I've ever seen because I believe that to be what I obviously there is some incredible artists out there that I look up to but for me I created that so this was just art in 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 my form this was like ideas that were in my head that I've just brought to life this was incredible for me so I was uploading content without the attachment of being obsessed with people needing or having that need yeah again this that word need having that need for people to accept me on Instagram I was just uploading because I wanted to and then once I started showing up on Instagram which obviously I had that whole fear of being seen thing which you helped me through I have absolutely no issues with that now, clearly. And I'm just me and I just give off this energy because I know that I've got this energy in me. Look how much I talk and look how much, look at the subjects I talk about. Look what, I feel like I've got so much to give all the time that I'm like, why hold that back? Mm -hmm. So the whole energy on Instagram and the whole like showing up and uploading because I want to upload all of that is what I fell in love with whilst I was on my journey to becoming debt-free end goal. Absolutely. And something else I just wanted to bring up that you said to me the other day is you were like, I could not work for like four months right now and I would still be getting paid. Like that is the goal, but we're, we're actually working harder than we ever have because one of the other reasons that I just love your story and want everyone to hear it is you never put yourself in a box. So you started this business just doing balloons. And now we have just in the past, like three months, honestly, maybe four since September. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's now December. We have added business coaching to your empire. And um Crazy. The craziest thing is I always tell this story over and over again of people who have had a launch and it didn't go well, and then they never want to sell that thing again. So you had tried to sell um, a little backstory. Loretta was in my mini mind this round, and she just did such a good job coaching the other women as well that we were like, she has a talent. She was like, I tried to do a mini mind in the past and it didn't work out and you were nervous to relaunch it again. But then, yes. Yeah, I changed the way that I was doing it. I I was like, okay, maybe I'm not explaining this very well. And then I changed it to like the group mini mind. Yes. Um, and yeah, it sold out within the hour. It was insane, you guys. She sold out all her spots and then sold out all her spots for the next month after that. Yeah. And I have to say the first eight women that booked on, those very, very first people, my first experience... I will never forget those women. They are literally like my best friends now. We've all meeting up. They've supported me on every single thing that I've ever done with my business. We're all going to see each other again in March when I go to do the training expo. And those women, and then those that have since signed up as well, because then don't forget, after September, I had new people come in October. That was only a month later. 
they are all I've got girls in America and they are all we are all a community of just best friends literally bigging each other up and we're in the same industry and that is what melts my heart so every new person that comes in all these women just literally engulf them and like right what's your page let me follow you and it's just a a barrage of love and yeah yeah. um but no I definitely don't put myself in a box because you know I started doing balloons yeah and um clearly have a talent for balloons didn't even know that I did and I'm just creative and I put my heart and soul into everything that I do so I believe whatever comes my way in another two years that I will take that on as well I will just keep taking it on because I am up for every challenge and I know that I will succeed with every challenge yes I trust myself yes I trust that I am going to do it I trust that I'm going to do what I set out to do and I trust that I'm going to do it well and I also trust that if there's any failures along the way that I'm going to be okay with that because I had the mindset to cope yes I remember I asked you the question um you were like I really want to do the mini mind again and I'm nervous no one's going to sign up and I go okay so what happens if no one signs up and you were like no one signs up and I was like all right then are you going to die and you were like no I'm doing it again. You were like, that's a great <laughs> question. I love asking people. I'm like, so what's the worst yeah. that can happen? And then you realize that the worst is not even that bad of a outcome. No, absolutely not. And the thing is, since launching my mini minds, they've been the absolute success. They've got busier and busier every month. And oh. I just want to go bigger and better with them. And I... I just can't believe that like, if you'd have said to me, oh, you'll be coaching other people. Yeah. I think I'd have laughed in your face. But now I believe so much in myself now. I'm like, yeah, of course I can coach. Look what I've been through. Like I've been through all of that. So I can talk money mindset all yes. day long. I've been through like sh- extreme stress because obviously there was other things happening at the time, which we don't need to go into. It's very depressing. Um, So literally everything was being chucked on my shoulders at this time. And I've grown an Instagram. I've been there. I've done that. I've had clients that are rude. I've had clients that are incredibly amazing. I have had clients that tell you you're too expensive. I've had people that don't batter an eyelid at your prices. I've done it all in two years and longer than two years. What is it now? It's two years and four months, two years and four months. So we're approaching two and a half years. And I feel like okay, there's people that have been in this industry five years, 10 years, 15 years that have got so much more on me, but I could stand up there and fight my corner with the best of them because I feel like I've got these life skills to share and I've got a whole different perspective on everything because it's for me, it's not just balloons. It's mindset and mental health and looking at things differently. And yeah, the strategy is really important very important but I think there's ways of doing the strategy and I just like to empower people because I feel empowered now yes and to empower other women and also to support other women because I don't think that there's enough people out there that do support Mm. and there's so much room for everyone that's the funniest part Loretta will see me doing something she's like I really want to add something like that to my business and I don't want to copy you and I'm like honey take everything that I have done (laughs) and do it because I I know you're going to smash it people need 
more coaches. They need more of this love in their life. And it's like, I will, yeah, I think you're totally right where people um, could be so much more supportive and we could all rise up together. 100%. Um, I, it's like with my girls on the mini minds, I say to them all the time, well, just look what I'm doing. Look yes. what I've put, look what I'm doing. Do you like that real? Take that idea and make it your own. Roll with it. I tell them that all the time. And um, yeah, I think everyone's got this fear of like, oh, I don't want to copy you. And I definitely, because I'm new into the coaching world, I definitely think, oh no, I don't want to copy Samantha. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's something that I think we're just ingrained with but yes. actually we're all here to support each other and this is what I'm also with manifestation I believe that it's removed the how do I put this politely the 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 journey I've been on has brought some people into my life that are questionable mm. And it's taught me these humongous lessons. And when I've really got into my manifestation and been able to attract the right people in my world, it's got rid of the dirty rubbish. Oh, I love that. So now I'm surrounded by people that lift me up instead of people that attract from me. So those people that were in my life, are gone and the universe removed them but I do believe they were put there to teach me some lessons I really do because um the the situations that surrounded those things I needed to learn yes and I I honestly believe it's made me a better coach I these situations happened to me before I coached and I was like no I, I think yeah, you can be upset at the time and you question why these people are in your life, but they say that people can, people are in your life for a reason and a season and yes. all of that. Oh, please, please trust that everything happens for a reason. And, and I never, ever would have thought that before. And now I'm coaching. I'm just attracting these absolute badass women. And yes. I'm obsessed with it completely obsessed with it and I'm just making friends that I wish I'd have made in my 20s oh I love that and exactly I always say I I actually get excited if I you know something goes wrong in the business you have a failed launch you get a, a refund request something like that because just like you said it teaches you how to be a better coach for when your clients go through it and then you could say I've been there done that you're in amazing hands um yes the Yes. The next thing I wanted to say is our vibe really for your business in 2023 is like, get it. You've worked so hard. It's getting to that place where you're working less, more passive income, building this empire. Um, and I'm so excited for that. And then the last thing I wanted to say, um, because I already realized that I want you to come back eventually to do an episode just about riffing about money mindset and everything that we've learned. Because we could talk about money mindset, the both of us for days um so we won't we yeah. won't bring it on to this podcast but yeah yeah my, it's a whole subject of its own isn't it yes but my last question for you is what is and this one's a big one so you could take your time on this what's your best piece of advice for someone who maybe is a woman entrepreneur either was in your situation and maybe has debt and wants to invest in herself or just wants to build her business like what would you say you would tell yourself your past self 
okay, I know. This feels like this feels like I need to come out with some absolutely like life changing quote for you, but it's simple. You have to trust yourself. I honestly believe self trust that when you invest in yourself, because it's not if. It's yeah. when you invest in yourself Oof. because you have to invest in yourself. If you don't invest in yourself, who is who is going to invest in you? Who, What client is going to want to work with you or buy from you or whatever if you don't trust in you and you don't invest in you? Who is going to want to do that? No Absolutely. one. Because even you are sitting there like, oh, I don't really trust myself. I don't trust my product. So therefore, yes. be like me. Jump in in take the leap I took a massive leap of faith and it worked and I don't believe that anyone that takes a leap of faith would ever turn around and regret it I don't believe that leap of faiths don't work I don't believe it for a second because whether it doesn't work out the way that you planned it in your head because let's face it we all have this plan but actually take the leap of faith don't have a plan and let it let it just evolve because it's so magical where it takes you and trust yourself and take the leap of faith is just the biggest, biggest advice I could give to anyone. Invest in yourself. It is the most important thing ever. I'm obsessed with that piece of advice. And something I always say is it's actually not, which is so funny about trusting your coach. It's trusting yourself to take the action and the strategy that your coach gives you. And that's exactly what I didn't do anything. You put in all this hard work into your business and that is why you're here. This is exactly it. So this is something that I kind of think about with, with my students. And when I come to you, we what's that saying? You can take the horse to water, but you you can't can't get it to drink. drink. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not going to do the work, you are the only person that is in your own way. You are the only person that is making it not work. Because if you put the hard work in, you are going to see results. It's inevitable that you will see yes. results. But it's crazy. People, people, some people are lazy and they mm. don't want to put the work in they just want results and they want you to give them the answer yep um they just want you to say oh this is what it is and this is what you need to do but no actually sometimes you need to do the uncomfortable inner work and find out for your bloody self what needs to be done and have a long hard look at yourself sometimes I do I, a harsh reality I love that. And every time I have a client sign up with me, I tell them on the first session, I'm like, I have my star clients and how I have those star clients is those are the one I, I can tell you, I see the exact difference between the people who make it and the ones that don't. And it's my coaching isn't different. It's the work ethic of the client is different. Oh, couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. Not everybody has work ethic and we can all be working in the same industry everyone's got different strategies of how they're doing it but you can see the ones that succeed and the ones that don't you can spot them a mile even I could spot them before I did coaching though to be fair and yeah yeah, I just um don't be afraid of hard work because actually once you get off your ass and start working it's actually not that hard 
It's addicting. <laughs> it's addicting. And it's funny yeah. because it, everyone yeah. thinks of hard work as the word hard. And like, when you say you have to take action, the action doesn't have to be hard. It's actually really fun and really easy, but you have to do it. Yeah, but the thing is, there's there's that story, isn't there, of the the boy and the horse in the woods where the boy doesn't know he can't see a way out and then the yeah. horse says to him but can you do your next step and he says yeah and then the horse says well just take that you don't need to see the whole story you just need to take the next step and this was me with my training videos because obviously we haven't spoke about the fact that I have training um, yes. we talked about the business coaching and we've talked about the balloons for my clients but actually I do offer training I train other balloonies yes. and I train them from all over the world now and I did my one-to-ones and I did all of this. And I decided I made a massive, massive life decision recently that I'm not going to do the one-to-ones anymore. I'm going to take them off the take them off the uh, menu for a while. So excited and what I'm about this. Do, yes. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to make videos for them to purchase on my website. Well, that was a massive, massive blockage for me. I was like, okay, I don't know how to get there. I don't know what I want. Do I feel happy about this? Have I made the right decision? So I was the boy in the woods with the horse. I didn't, I couldn't see the way out. I couldn't see the end. I, For me, I always have to visualize. It. And I believe if you can visualize it, that's how you can make it come true, right? Yes. If you can visualize something, you can make it a reality. Oh. And I couldn't. I couldn't quite visualize what I had going on in my head. And then one day I woke up and I was like, yep, I've got this visualization in my head. I've got this now. I've got this. I just need to take my next step. Yes. So my next step was to book a haul. So I booked a haul. Um, and the step before that was talking to my friend and getting her to come and help me film it. She's another fellow balloon artist. We should be completely in competition with each other, but we're not. We're besties. Yes. And I brought her with me. Um and I said, right, can I hire you to just record me and sort all this out for me? Because I know that I won't have the time for that. So this was where I could visualize it. I was like, this is going to work if I have people to help. So I took my next step and here we are. We're we're going to launch it hopefully before Christmas. We've got like obviously a few technical things to, to sort out by editing, da, 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 putting it all together. And we're going to be launching that. And I'm so excited about that because I think it can reach more people than my one-to-ones could. Um, But I just felt like it was really important to say that that felt like hard work for me, but it's not. It was so enjoyable. I had the best day. It was just that story, that sort of analogy there to tell you that you don't always have to see the outcome. Just take that step. So whether that be when you get up in the morning and you've got a job you've got to do um, or you want to advertise something just take that first step just do something take inspired action towards the goal and that's what I do I just don't sit still I just act because again another thing that I love from Gary V when you overthink you slow down and when you slow down people pass you oh they're just gonna go straight past you and like literally I I'm like that quote resonates with me so much so I just don't slow down I'm like well I'm not going to sit there thinking about these videos because someone like someone else can just come along and do it and I've missed my opportunity well no this is my opportunity this is my now this is my life I'm doing it your so turn I couldn't see the outcome so I just took my next step and once you take that first step my goodness it's like a lit path right in front of you 
and you just keep going down this lit path yeah and then there's a beautiful rainbow at the end <laughs> oh, I think people would be shocked too to know how much of our conversations rely on Google. Like me and Loretta will literally be like, she'll be like, I want to do this in your business, in my business, you know how, and I'll Google it, send her a link and we'll get on it. Like, it is so funny how yeah. people think it's this huge, you have to know everything. The internet has no, it you all. Don't. You don't. You don't have to know everything. Absolutely not. There's always ways to find out. And yes. this is why I love being friends with people from all over the world and I love being friends with people that are more experienced than me because you can offer so much to each other yes. and you can help each other and, and um yeah that's a massive massive important thing for me to just be friends with lots of people in my industry yeah and one of my favorite things is along and then we'll and then we'll get into the ways um to work with you and wrap up but my last thing is I had Loretta in a mini mind with another one of my favorite one-on-one clients Abby and it was funny because the same thing with this story Abby really wanted um she needed to find a bigger space for her meal prepping business and the same thing we walked her through it just felt like this huge undertaking of finding a whole um you know basically like restaurant, like meal prepping place with a kitchen, everything to undergo and a mortgage and everything like that. And what we did is we just broke it down into steps for her and just said, just, just look around, just look if there is that space. And what I find that people do is they make everything so big and overwhelming in their head that like you said, they just don't take the first step. Now, Abby literally has her own place her own meal yeah. prepping place and she's expanded her business and it was so easy and so exciting but I think what we do and people like me and Loretta which is I've never talked like this before the confidence but it's like we take your dreams and we actually do make it a physical reality and that's yeah. what I feel like sums up yeah. we believe in the magical and we believe that there's nothing that's too big for us to overcome. And this is why I tell Loretta every day. I'm like, I know you're going to be a millionaire, Mil multi-millionaire. There's no, I would bet on it. I absolutely know that. <laughs> would you bet a million on it? I I'll bet, I'll bet <laughs> a million on it. Your first million, I'll take it once. Now I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. But because I know you and I know your work ethic and I know there's nothing in this life that you would ever be like, I can't do that. You're going to do it. You're going to smash it. Just like that first oh, sticky note. Give it a go. Yeah, just give it a go. Um, absolutely. And I think the more that I was succeeding in my business, the confidence just built up for me. And I was like, yeah, I can do anything that I put my mind to. And, you know, like you were just saying just then that people build it up to be really big in yeah. their head. And I think that turns into overthinkers and procrastinators. Yes. That's what that turns into. And that is what I work a lot on with the girls on the mini mind because that is what I find people typically typically do they they overthink and they procrastinate and they oh. make the issue bigger in their head than it actually is so working to break it down it's so simple like yes I have said time and time again business is hard right it's hard but really actually it's hard the right word because I find business easy yep me too because I work so hard at it 
And I find business easy because I want it to be easy. I'm coming back to that want again. I want it to be easy. So I find ways to make it easy for myself. So it's not, you know, people are like, yeah, but how do you make it easy? Or how can you say that? It's so hard for me. You're making it harder for yourself by keep saying it's hard and you're so negative. Whereas if you take that away and actually take some steps to say, this is how I'm going to make it easier for myself. I could literally give you a load of reasons, a load of lists right now to tell you how to make your business easier. I won't because yep. you can do it by working with us. But there is a list of ways <laughs> to make your life easier. Are you going to do it? That's the question. Have you got it in you to actually say, yeah, okay, I'm going to do that to make my life easier. Are you going to do it? Half the people won't. Yes. I love that. That is the perfect way to absolutely wrap up this episode. And that's the message that we wanted to get across was that, yeah, take the action. That is why she's where she is, period. That's it. Um, And so this was absolutely one of my favorite podcast episodes. I just adore you. I'm so glad you're more than a client. You know that you are literally like my bestie. We are- we're obsessed with each other. And I'm literally <laughs> cried the other day on my stories because I am so overwhelmingly proud of you. Um, and I just feel like I'm a part of your family at this point. Like I You are a part of my life. Oh, you was you there so in the you was there in the worst times of my life when I didn't have anyone. I didn't have any friends there for me at that time in my life. So people get scared when you're going through bad times, so they kind of run away. Mm. Um but yeah, okay, I was paying you for a service, but you wasn't you wasn't scared to go deep with me. So you really do need to understand you were the you were my friend. Um and it got me through because sometimes you you just need a friend, don't you? Yeah, I love um, you so much. And I love you. This is <laughs> honestly, you are you are one of my I know we've never met, but yeah. I will always respect you and I will never ever forget how we worked together and how you just had so much patience digging deep with all of my damaged goods as I say (laughs) you were always perfect to me and I think that it's funny that I think clients always think that they're just getting something from the relationship but our relationship has changed everything for me my business my outlook on life um, the way that I see a professional relationship, I don't, I think that you can have this infinite love for your client and it's not unprofessional. Like, this is what I want. Yeah. I have that with all of my girls. I tell them all the time, this is not a business transaction for me. I genuinely want you. I gen yes this is my job this is how I pay my mortgage this is how I live now yes you pay me but there is no amount of money that will take away the feeling behind it and I genuinely love their businesses and I genuinely like all of their names pop into my head when I'm talking to you like yes they're all incredible and I could list every single one of them to you and say to you oh you need to meet this one this one this one and all of them literally now I can see all of their faces I'm thinking of them and they have changed my life so I can't imagine for you I can imagine actually for you what it must have been like meeting me and now two years later where we're at like this is like a friendship love story but also an 
incredible like business a business story as well though for you and for me yeah a thousand percent it's one of the greatest gifts that you have given me like to watch you succeed is one of the greatest gifts of my whole coaching career I'm gonna cry again you guys here's (laughs) but I also also want you guys to know that we're just getting started like I think that's the most exciting part is that I would be fine if they ended your story here they wrote the book it's done but it's so crazy because we're on chapter one and this isn't like you're going to see her everywhere one day, but also this isn't the end for her on this podcast. I'll probably have her on like a bazillion more times. I can't wait to hear what you guys think of it. Um, but yeah. before we go, please tell everyone all the ways to work with you. Um, and I'll put all of her information, of course, in the show notes. So you can go be one of her 50,000 followers and um, just adore her like I do. <laughs> I but yeah, give us the ways Thanks. to work with you. Well, first of all, I need to reach 50K first. I know yeah. I'm not far off. I've actually got to reach that goal. And when I reach that goal, I'd like to do a nice, beautiful display. <laughs> Love it. Um, I know that I will reach the goal. It's just not important. It's not the end goal. It's just a, it's just a nice um, bonus along the way, isn't it? Um, so obviously I do balloons. So anybody that's listening that's local to me can do can have me to do their balloons and where are you located so I'm in Essex in the UK which is south so um I so yeah balloons I do balloons I do events I do all of that and I'm sure I would be doing all of Samantha's if I lived with her yeah with you near you (laughs) um so the other two ways that you can work with me which is more accessible to everybody all over the world is I will be launching my training videos for people that are in the balloon industry and are ready to up their game and they can make premium bouquets the perfectly popped way don't recommend it for beginners because I really don't think they'd know what I was talking about um where to buy stock you know it's not about that it's literally the art and the technique so it's for people that do balloons um and the third way is business coaching I have opened my doors to mini minds where I business coach and I help I'm very much into the mindset side of things because that's where I felt the most powerful with my journey um yes I help with the strategy of how I built my Instagram and yes I help with ideas and da 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 but mainly I love the mindset I love helping people that feel stuck in a rut and just I love holding their hand and telling them it's okay and that I can help them Oh, I love it. Yes. So I'll leave all of her information below. Um, and she's perfectly popped balloons on Instagram. Um, but I am so glad. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and coming on the podcast. It was literally a pleasure and I can't wait to have you back, but I love you so much. Um, and I just can't wait to see what our future holds. I have loved coming on your podcast. This is my first experience and I am obsessed with it. I want to do a podcast and have you come on mine. (laughs) Yes, my last, it's so funny. My last client, the episode before this, who came on my podcast, she's now having, going to have her own podcast because of the experience. So I'm so- We're all going to be like, 
podcast queens by the end of this because we all love talking yeah um, I mean I'd need to find another another day in the week to add on to get that done but um I it's been a pleasure and even if I just keep coming on yours I, I've loved it thank you so much for choosing me for helping me for loving me for loving my business and for everything that you do for me thank you oh, I love you so much okay guys we'll end <laughs> there else we'll be here forever but we love you and thank you for listening <laughs>